Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before he gets a foot on the boat, we put him into a sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round. We decide a winner, Nick. What criteria do we use when we decide he steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell him what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We hope your Super party was Super Bowl party was nice. The party was bumping. Hit me with the PIO. Thank you. I need your help on this one. Wait, what? We, I hope your Super Bowl party was nice. The party was bumping. Oh, you okay. Oh, that's not me. There is not a single <laughs> soul on earth that when you're like, I hope your party was nice. I hope your party was bumping. That anyone was like, oh, clearly this is a reference to who let the dogs out. Because, but the second you're like, and the party was bumping. Yeah, I know exactly what to do there. But you right, did, you did not okay, set me up for up. success in that Let's way. try it again. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. This okay. is maybe the worst alley-oop in, in all right, history. Nick. All right, shut up, Nick. We'll edit all this out. I want, lead me in again. Let me in again. Just bring me in. We'll cut that out and post. We'll do it again. We'll do the good take. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. Although I know you edit these and I think you just want me to look like an asshole, but sure. Uh, uh, you want to tell me what we're talking about today, Cody? Absolutely. We hope your Super Bowl party was nice. The party was bumping. Hey, yeah. That's oh, not I, what honestly, it kind of feels like I'm supposed to just do the A. Hey, yeah. And that feels and I, like I, then the response. You want me to go, yippee And then the response is on you. But if the response is on me, I can't do. And everybody was having a ball. Why do you have to? Why can't I have it? Because I don't trust you to pick up the ball and run with it. <laughs> if we, if you would have taken it at yippee I, I think I would have known. Actually, I don't think I know what the full lyrics are. Okay, one more time. Where, I will take over the uh, a and the yippee And okay, then you well, can edit, well, edit all this out. Okay, totally so gone. Totally gone. Totally gone. It again. Okay, One more time. Right. One more right. time. Okay. Cody, you want to tell me what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. Well, your Super Bowl party was nice. The party was bumping. Hey, I hippie I yo. And everybody was having a ball. Hey, I hippie I yo. Absolutely. We're talking about dogs. No, wait. What's the <laughs> next? Well, oh, we're not done. There. Finish it. Until this the fellas started name calling. Oh, oh, never mind. I forgot this song is about calling and women the girls dogs. respond to the call. <laughs> That's the song. Is that what you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, for, I forgot that the whole point of the song is that they are making fun of women. Uh, no, this actually is about men fighting, it looks like. I thought it, I thought they were calling the women dogs. I'm reading the lyrics here, and the it's about these guys being like, hey, stop stepping on my dick. And then the other guy's are like, we're not going to fight. And then the girl's are like, oh, you're going to look like a bitch in front of us girls. And then the guys fight. I, I, that's my the gist of what's happening here. That's fair. I I feel like that feels like uh, after their a publicist was given to them. <laughs> this feels yeah. very post publicist. So we're gonna I mean, have we to can... we're gonna have to punch up these lyrics a little bit. Well, before it they also hit the American mainstream. Yeah, it also was the theme song for the Rugrats. So I'm pretty sure being like, hey, let's call women dogs in this song. Ah, we're going to need to change what that originally meant anyway. Mm -hmm. So why don't we just say it's about men fighting? Yeah. When I was in like nine, like nine or 10 years old, I was on a basketball team that played, you know, like on those junior teams. Oh yeah. And our team always came out to who let the dogs out. How could you not? I just don't think that it's ever been, I don't think my life's ever been better is what I'm trying to say. Do you know what I appreciate is the pipeline to, 
who let the dogs out to then DMX being your at walkout music <laughs> right. as you get older. It's a perfect handoff, both very dog based. Cause who doesn't love just, Oh, 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 oh <laughs> X gone, give it to you. Whoa, whatever you to get it on your own. Like dog. <laughs> yeah, let's go. You can't, and you can't, as a nine year old, you cannot come out to that song. It's too powerful. The children, the children cannot handle X gonna give it to you as as a song that they are meant to walk out to. It's so strong. <laughs> it's so strong. When the, I love watching like nine year olds coming out to like cover their face, being hard as fuck. <sighs> like, oh, you want to fuck with us? It's like kinda, yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't. I think we can fight these kids. I think they're. Yeah. If kids... you come, if you walk out. Okay, if you walk out to Who Let the Dogs Out, you are a young basketball team. That's fine. Yep. If you come out to Exco and give it to you, you might you are allowed to catch hands. You're asking you are. for hands. Honestly, I don't see what I think we've I think where we've messed up as a society and TM Tim, this is my new movie idea. What if we gave kids Mountain Dew? Okay. Then already played, a horrible idea. I love it. Right, exactly. Then played Exco and give it to you. Oh my god. And then repeat. they're all it's a dark room, right? It's a super dark room. They've been chugging Mountain Dew all day. They hear the song. The door opens. Afghanistan and we just let these little fuckers high on Mountain Dew and we just let them run our wars like we're like get fuck in it. there boys fuck it replace the Mountain Dew with PCP and I'm in these kids they're what and then when they when they go to sleep we put them back in their beds right put them Absolutely. back in their beds so when they wake up they're like I had the craziest dream <laughs> all right Nick we okay we kidnap kids right yep Give him a bunch of PCP. Cody, let him just let him go. I tell you right now, I don't even think we have to kidnap. I think we do this in reverse. I say we don't kidnap these kids, but we just we we work with local foster organizations. Okay, and then this is how we provide these. And then when we put them in homes, they're like, "Oh, my whole life is different." It's actually like a really inspirational thing that we're doing. But maybe that home is government agents who are watching them in case okay. we do want to turn them back into spies. Got it. I love it. Don't see the problem. I mean, that's basically the plot of Halo. They take these kids and make them into military <laughs> killing machines. If you really want to dig into the plot of Halo, it's basically that. I forgot about the... Why did Halo feel the need for deep lore? Why? It was a fun game where we killed aliens and we're getting it back for humanity. The game needed nothing more, but they're like, hey, you want to know what's kind of Fucked up. They kidnapped all these kids and forced them into be genetic monsters. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks, Halo. Oh, that oh that helps me really play out the pathos of Master Chief. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> it really feels like someone did not when they were like, hey, there's a lot of money on the table right now. Halo's big. We got let's do a book tie-in. Let's do a book. Like, obviously, we're gonna Obvious. do that. God, all right, that. Jefferson, you're on it. Go for it. <laughs> Jefferson's like, next meeting. Hey, I was so inspired. I wrote the book. Great. Send it to publishing. Like, do you want to read it? It's pretty avant-garde. <laughs> They're like, so, no. Hey, we Je don't hey, Jefferson, we were looking at the book. It looks like you got a bunch of nine-year-olds smoking PCP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, how else are you going to make them violent, you know? <laughs> you got to train these little warriors violent. from the beginning, so. Hell yeah. And nothing scarier than a nine-year-old who's on a PCP bender and all they have and we have AirPods just blasting X gonna give it to you. Okay, these kids don't have any concept of addiction and stuff. They're just kids, right? Right. So you get it, you give them PCP for about a week, get them really good and juiced up, and then you take it away. After a couple days of it being gone, say, Hey, I need you to kill this man. And if you kill this man, you get your your precious juice back. Because we call the PCP juice. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. then they'll kill that man for the juice. Easily. 
No questions asked. Dude, I don't even think, I think you could, I think you could talk it out of them too. Like you could like, yeah, you kind of messed up, but you could just be like, I don't, when the kid's like, Hey, did I kill someone when I was like nine years old? You're like, I don't think so. No, I mean, I you had a bad right. dream. You talked about a lot. Yeah. You kept talking about your juice dreams. We never figured out what that meant. Never, but no, like as long as the kid only kills like one person and, or if, like within okay. one day, if you're the kid, fast forward, you're 34. You, you're on better help trying to get finally you're trying to get your life back together and you're talking to your therapist and you're like i just keep having this vivid dream where i killed a man for juice like does that is that common actually there's been a, a surge in in adults with a similar dream actually Do, i'm gonna i'm gonna play something for you and i just want to tell me if it resonates with you Ooh, ooh, ah, ooh. Oh, he starts getting all jacked. <laughs> he just starts shaking. <laughs> I need juice. I need. Ju <laughs> uh, uh, we got that dog in dogs. us, Cody. We got the dog in us today. We got boy. that dog in us, and that's what we're here to talk about, folks. Is those dogs in pop culture? And here we are in Group A, where we have the number one seed, Snoopy. Once again, these lists are given to our. This list actually was created by Catherine. Thank you. A full Catherine list, uh, not in the way in which she mostly co ghostwrites most of the list. This is all her. This and is a good one. You yeah. can tell when the quality of the list is good that we did we didn't have a hand on it. We yeah, we had no hand on this ball. This is literally all Catherine. And so we sent, but we sent her list to the bracketologist. They kicked it back to us uh with their rankings. So we have the number one seed Snoopy, though, which I mean, talk Hard about beat. that's a, a classic pick. This is the classic. Duke. This is the Duke of pop culture dogs, right? Absolutely, perennial, yeah. Perennial favorite. He gets his own calendar. Every year, there's a Snoopy calendar. It's Easily. Like, he, he, there's enough Snoopy content. He does 365-day calendars, you got. Like, yeah, bro. We're about to talk about dogs that I don't think could maybe fill up 12 months on their own. Snoopy handles 365-day calendars all mm. like all on his own. The merch he moves is, is wild. Going up against 16 seed Kurt's Cowardly Dog, if I didn't already say that. And then we have the eight seed Wishbone from the Wishbone television series going up against the nine seed Lassie. Cody, where do you want to start? Snoopy versus Courage the Cowardly Dog. Nick, I have memories of Snoopy wearing a chef's hat, making all this food, cooking it up good. And it makes me wonder, if one of these dogs came up to you in a chef hat, would you eat the food? It is a dog. Wearing a chef. What? Can dogs cook? Can we get a culinary dog up in here? I, wow. That if is. Sandler, if Sandler walks up to you wearing a chef hat and drops a plate in front of you, are you eating it? I, man, I want to say, like, I want to say yes. Like, I want to say, like, if it, okay, here's the thing I think we need to remember. Because I think a lot of us are like, oh, your dog's just using their big clumsy paws and just knocking stuff into a bowl. So you have like a random assortment of stuff. No, we're obviously not talking about eating that. I'm no. saying if I, if Sandler came to me and had a, a sandwich, a ham and cheese sandwich <laughs> on a plate, I'd have to tr like, what, but a, why would it be bad if it's all the okay. ingredients? I know, I know my assumption is it would be, but why do I think that? Do I, do we think animals know about condiments? Do we no. think he understands mayo? Absolutely not. So you think also I don't think what okay let's put it this way if there was a sandwich on a plate and your dog stepped on the sandwich would you eat the sandwich I would like not to in a world <laughs> where I don't think they got paws to. they got big meaty paws he's not washing these things he's walking around on them no okay I guess for some reason like the act of lightly making it does didn't really bother me but if he puts one full paw if when I see 
the sandwich, there's just a big paw mark in it. Now I don't want it. Because <laughs> you're right. I know where he steps. I watch where he steps quite frequently in his own shit. That's fair. I have a second question to, to separate these two. Yeah, of course. Okay. Whose life is worse? Because Courage has to spend every day fighting off demons for a man who hates him and a woman who is so ignorant she doesn't see the horrors that are constantly around her, the Cthulian level of horrors that are constantly yeah. attacking this house. And then Snoopy has to wake up every day and just be around Charlie Brown. And just every watch this, day, this kid just constantly, <laughs> just constantly this just 50, whiffing on life. This like 54-year-old kid. It's <laughs> <laughs> miserable. I mean, I think at the end of the day, Snoopy... We see him, he likes to kick it back a little bit. He gets on top of that doghouse and he's rocket. Like he, it feels like he's in a good spot, good place. Maybe it's just, do you ever wonder if the scene before that's him just being so frustrated by Charlie's just, I get, I, is he naive? Is he dumb? What is it about Charlie Brown where you're like, I don't necessarily think you are a good faith actor in all of this. I think what's happening is Snoopy, the one, probably the wisest, one of the smartest dogs to ever live to ever grace this beautiful green orb. Yeah. He has to watch Charlie Brown live a sentient human life, knowing that that soul that Charlie Brown has should belong to him. Snoopy could take over that position and live that life better, achieve so much more, but he can't because of these <laughs> damn paws. So he's trapped in a dog's body while he gets to watch the most useless human who's ever lived just stumble through life. I think Do you know how that be? That's it. I think what's hard is watching Charlie Brown and being like, you would be the most easily red-pilled person I've ever met. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, Charlie Brown hears about men, men's rights once, and he's like, all in. All he, in, dude. Like He's got every, an Andrew Tate tattoo on his stomach. He has, all around him are people who are going to live really incredible and fulfilling lives. And Charlie Brown is just going to be stuck in that same town in Ohio. I don't know if it takes place in Ohio, but like it does, you know, it does. It feels like it does. Like yeah. he's got, he's got his friend who's, who's clearly a savant at, at the inch at piano at the age of what? Four. Yeah. These five, six, kids, whatever six, they whatever. are like six years old, seven years old. And he's clearly a savant. And it's just like, yep, I can just plan symphonies. It's fine. It's whatever. Lucy you at the same age is already running a successful psychiatry business. Yep. So we know where she's taking. I mean, that's only going to build upon itself. Dude, Charlie Brown can't even compete with Woodstock. The fucking bird. Yeah. Woodstock's probably looking at him too. Like, we could just get in that body, dude. I would love if there's a side series to where it's like Snoopy trying to like Snoopy and Woodstock is just going into like the occult and just trying to figure out how to replace their soul in his body. Oh my God. It's in every episode. It's just a different way that they're trying to take over him. So yep. they got this, they do the soul replacement. They try to do mind control. They try a ratatouille. Yeah. Just doing it all. Come on. There's gotta be one of these ways we can, this dude is going to live a sad, pathetic life. If we don't get a hand on this ball, we you know what I'm saying? Like there, take over for him. Charlie Brown's incompetent is the moral of the story. But at the same time, you have courage. Who is living the worst life? Like, yeah, it's very it's impressive and inspiring in which in the way in which he continuously saves that family, keeps everyone safe and protected. And obviously yeah. it's ironic that he's called, you know, or how do you feel about Courage, named the Cowardly Dog? How do you feel about that show? Do you watch it? Oh, man. Do because you, for do me, you know how long it's been. It's been almost four years since I think we talked about Courage because we've done like a yeah. best like 90s cartoon go back that's like series one stuff series get back one stuff i you gotta scroll for a while on spotify but you'll find it 
I think my opinion at the time, and it never really has changed because it's not like I've ever watched more. It, it never hit. It never hit. Here's why. I think I finally put my finger on why I don't like to watch the show. Because I don't want to watch Courage for 22 minutes. Just go. Yeah. He makes that sound the whole fucking time. How would he even watch this show? He's just constantly going off with yeah. gibberish. Yeah. And, and, and just like. I like the needless cruelty of the of the of the master of the owner. I always hated that. Yeah, and I didn't like that. And that like, lady's so dumb. This it never just gelled. It never hit for me in that way. Like I remember as a kid feeling like, oh, maybe I'm just too young. Maybe there's a, I'm just missing something here. But then as I got older, I was like, I think it's just dumb. <laughs> I think it's bad. I think it's just bad for and like I'm just and I I'm. I hope that there's someone out there who got something from it and maybe learn that even when you're at your most scared, that's when you have to be your most brave. I hope that for you, but it ain't me. Mm -mm. It ain't me. Also, when monsters are attacking, don't just run around going. Yeah. It's like, what? Not helpful. No. Not helpful in the situation. You're just pissing me off. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. I, I'm, I'm we gotta lock in Snoopy. We got to lock in the Red Baron, dude. Yeah, God, we haven't even talked about this guy. This cat can fly. This dog can fly. Sorry. <laughs> All right, next up, we've got the eight-seed Wishbone going up against the nine-seed Lassie. Cody, I'm here to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. How much of popular, like, the greats, the great pieces of literature, do you think you know, or, like, you're like, you assume you read it, but if you really <laughs> studied your heart, You'd be like, oh, I did just watch that episode of Wishbone. Dude, like, I think Wishbone got me through so many, like, English, like, literature classes that I didn't even know. I'm, like, how would this dog handle this situation? I'm telling you right now, I've never I've never read Great Expectations, but I'm very confident I know that storyline. Like, exactly. I'm good. Like, don't worry about me. I got Great Expectations down. I saw Wishbone. Like, I also just like the concept of, the, like, the show. Like, okay. We're going to redo all shit. We're going to do Shakespeare. We're going to do Old Man in the Sea. We're going to do Robin Hood. Everyone's like, oh, awesome. Yeah. Teach kids about the story. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to act opposite a dog. What? <laughs> you're going to. So, like, if I if we do Shakespeare, like, I'm going to be Juliet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wishbone's going to be the dog. Yeah. So, you want me to look at the dog like I want to, like, like I want to bang that dog? <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, we're going to need that. The, we're going to need that emotion. Yeah, we're going to need that edit. Like, you're going to have to give your all. Did And I don't remember this this part completely. Was it always, like, the same cast? So at least, like, like so, you know, the whoever the owner of, of Wishbone is is always going to have a part in the greater, you know, when they're doing the story breakout. No recollection like, of that, okay. my dude. I have no like, I want to believe that. that has to be the case because that's the only way I feel like as an actor – or like that that dog can be comfortable and get such great performances out of it. They get some really good performances out of that dog. It's got to be treats too. Because also, or but maybe then on the flip side though, I feel like maybe you'd almost burn out and like they're like, yeah, we got to refresh this cast every episode because <laughs> this these dog's people- no longer excited. People about, are having trouble. We, we, could you imagine, what sucks now is like if we ever rebooted Wishbone, it would just be a CGI dog and it would be bullshit. It wouldn't be great. You we'll know what I'm saying? talk about that. Like what if we reboot Lassie? What if we reboot Lassie now? To make Lassie interesting, we're going to have to have Lassie talking. We're going to need some inner monologue of this dog. Yeah. I don't but think we was... got any of that in the original. Well, no, that was the beauty of Lassie was that even when it, even though it couldn't talk, we all could communicate with it. Yeah. Everyone understood what Lassie was saying. Do you, you think, know? so, all right. So, and my understanding of Lassie, every episode of Lassie is this. 
the dog is out like doing dog stuff and it sees a kid in a well and then it runs to its owner and barks and they go, oh fuck, there's a kid in the well? And then they go save the kid from the well. Yeah. If the dog is so good, okay, if I had a dog that was an excellent dog, I don't think I'd want it just wandering around the town all day, every day alone. Well, I want it near me dog. to play fet. Okay. You know, so like it's a it's a sheep dog. So it's it's meant to roam. That's the that's its best life. Is itself roaming and being out there in in the fields. I don't know how much. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's I just think I think we had different standards back in the day, and I, I don't want to watch an episode of Lassie. It doesn't sound interesting in any way. And I think if you gave if you went back in time and turned Lassie off, the kids would be like, oh no, we're watching our favorite dog. And I was like, hey, you stupid piece of shit. I got a better dog. And I put in Wishbone. They'd never talk about Lassie again. Can we talk about how pretty Lassie is though? <laughs> like that's a beautiful dog. Like that's a dog. There's only so many dogs I would actually try to listen to if I felt like it was talking to me, right? Okay. If you have a golden doodle trying to talk to me, I'm like, you're an idiot. Stop it. I don't want to hear from you. You sound, you look pretentious, and I hate you. I but don't Leslie doesn't you. even have a sword, Nick. I think it could. I just don't <laughs> think. I think that was. I think that was lazy writing to not give it a sword. Do you think if we rebooted Lassie and gave it a gun, is that anything? I mean, it's more American, and everyone wants to believe Lassie. You know what's crazy though is, so I'm looking at Lassie right now. In my head, I really thought Lassie was like a golden, like a like a golden retriever. Oh no, she's a collie, baby. She's a collie. She's a rough collie. Dang, ain't she, nothing rough on the eyes about that dog, though. She's in these streets. She's here. To, she's here to kick some ass. Holy shit! According to Independent, Lassie dog breed at risk of dying out. We okay? I'm voting for not Lassie, okay? But the problem is, we got to get out here. We gotta save this dog. Everybody needs to get out here and write your congressman. That is what that is wild that we would that it's got that it's coming. Can you imagine telling somebody in the 60s that the lassie dog is gonna go away? Did everyone not get a lassie dog? Like I thought they all got one in the 60s, and then we realized that they're not. Okay, once you get a lassie dog, if I have a dog like that, okay, and I have it for its whole lifetime, and not one time does it warn me about a kid in a well, why did I even get this fucking dog? Oh, you think that's the problem is that you were yeah. promised. You were promised maybe one of the most intelligent could potentially, yeah, save save the lives of your children or the yeah. neighborhood. My dog's not it, even it's not even running for city council. Yeah. Yeah, that really here? does feel like it never why didn't it take that next step, Lassie? The the town loves you, right? Run for and mayor. also let's be clear, there are plenty of dog mares. Sillily enough, in the in America, we have dog mares. So Lassie, why didn't you have the ambition to run? For Is it because Lassie was a woman? Oh, my God. And they wouldn't let her run? They wouldn't let a woman run? There's no way. I don't care. In the Dude. 1940s, we're not letting real women. You think we're letting okay. dog women? If, if you're Lassie's publicist, you got to get this dog on the ballot. Because even if just the people who directly were in, like, whose kids were directly saved by this dog vote, you win. I've seen right. the town. There's like 40 people in it. Right. Yeah, it can't, it can't be that big of a town. And Why she are we saves not... a kid every week. It li it's, not, how many... it's not the same kid. This is one of those things where it's like, if you really look at this town, you're like, what is wrong? What is happening in this town? Like, there's clearly like a murderer in this town who keeps trying to. We got to watch the whole Lassie series and look back. There's one guy in this town. I assume it's a man who's throwing kids in wells. And he's like, oh, I would have had this one if it wasn't for that damn dog. So <laughs> the first thing yeah. we do. Fig figure out where, like, whoever Lassie's the most uncomfortable with throughout the series and be like, Yo, why did you not solve this mystery? Probably was the mayor. It probably yeah. was. It was probably the mayor. Fuck yeah, dude.
And that's why he wouldn't let the dog run. He wouldn't change the city ordinance. <laughs> he, they didn't, they didn't have the old Airbud, the old legal, the old legal uh, team of argument, <laughs> that old legal argument of do, do the rules say a dog can't run for mayor? Mm-hmm. I got to lock in wishbone, dude. This dog taught me about life, yeah. love, and the old man in the sea. <laughs> I wish. I wish, don't you wish that they, why, why don't we do like <laughs> all of, I feel like they always reboot the dumbest shit. They're like, Hey, remember this from your childhood? Wouldn't you want this? And we're always like, no, I wouldn't <laughs> no. want that. But if you were like, Hey, wishbone's coming back and we're starting off on Hemingway. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, um, Dude, yeah, if, any, if there's, if there's a single person on earth that can make old man in the sea interesting for even a second, it is this dog. We are, we're going to tackle all of the great, like all of the best, like adult, like let's, let's get him into as I lay dying, you know? Hell yeah. Grapes, grapes of wrath. <laughs> Have him kill the guy at the end. <laughs> Dude, it's just the whole time he's just walking around on a boat in the jungle. It's just a boring ass version of the heart of darkness. It's like, God damn it. I hate this show. I'd watch it though. I would Every watch week. it. I would watch it. I love I love that it, we're almost proving that it's like why all these books are terrible because the <laughs> second you had a dog protagonist <laughs> I mean this doesn't even make sense why would the dog do that that is that's not good fiction if you're if this is for every writer out there if you're if when you think of your your novel and when you think about if it were to be wishboned how boring would it actually be now you know don't, go do some write, rewrites. Don't okay. Write that now. You got to punch it up. You got to punch it up. Got to do better than that. How pissed would you be though? To, okay, Nick, how pissed would you be? You're getting arrested by the cops, right? You're yeah. getting put in. Did you like, you had this great plan. You're like, there's no way anyone could ever catch me. And like, well, we've got the greatest detective of all on earth and every head turns and you just see a dog over there. And you're like, I got fucking got by a dog. A dog <laughs> got me. Are you serious? I think that's, I, I do think that has to be that moment for self-reflection. Like I, I think, also have, I have no doubt in my mind that a dog could outsmart an entire police force. I just want to make that absolutely clear. I think that's what I would point out to them as <laughs> what I would try to, in my best efforts in that moment, be like, so it was, so to be clear though, the dog, <laughs> the dog. did it, right? None of you had a hand on it. Yeah. Cause you guys suck. Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, I, okay. So here, this is, this is a head in the heart conversation cody right because like yeah. my heart is on wishbone this this dog essentially raised me right yeah, yeah there is i i think to this day i am i am still chasing that high of second grade and my and the teacher rolls in the movie cart right uh -huh. with the with the television on it the vcr under it and then she pops it in and it's wishbone because yeah, we just read charlotte's web so yeah. now we get to watch the wishbone version of this story. Mm -hmm. Like serious. I, there's no better feeling for 30 minutes. That teacher is recovering from a hangover and I'm having the best time of my life. I understand what you're saying. And I love that, but here's the thing. I could buy a Snoopy shirt right now. I could buy a Snoopy mug, Snoopy sunglasses. I could go to camp Snoopy. I could go to Snoopy. Well, town. no, you can't. Cause we got rid of that, but. Okay. But there was, there never was a camp wishbone. That's fair. No, I agree with you. I'm just letting you know for for all those for all my Snoopy's real ones out there. Snoopy is a worldwide brand. If I went to Uzbekistan, they recognize Snoopy. I don't yeah. know if they got Wishbone there. Dog, Snoopy was out here making I was making slushies for us with his little ice slushy thing that never worked. <laughs> yeah, like he's out. He's been out here for us. I remember some sort of dry ass gum that had Snoopy's face on it when I was a kid. Oh, they would. Oh. 
the, the things they would put Snoopy on. It doesn't matter. Like he is, yeah, he is iconic, which is funny because I don't even think I really liked the peanuts. No one did. That's the, that's one of those shows where every time, like, you know, someone like someone always wants to watch like the Christmas special or the Halloween one or whatever. Right. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Of course. Like I always have a good feeling. And then it's while I'm going through it that I'm like, was, was this good? My brother had the, one of the greatest burns of all time. And I wish I could take credit for it, but it was my brother. We were watching some snoo- like peanuts. It was either Christmas or Thanksgiving thing with our family. And my aunt was like, oh, that's some good old fashioned humor while she was watching. She literally said some boomer shit like that. And my brother, who was like 10 at the time, went, oh, this is funny. <laughs> like, I was like, yes, got him. <laughs> like, oh, this is supposed to, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't understand that this was comedic. It, it changed the whole <laughs> I thought this was just a sad story about these children. I and thought there's... it was about this big pumpkin that made everybody sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a lock at Snoopy, dude. I would love to play with the Wishbone space. I love what Wishbone did for the community. I love what he did for literature. He's out here with greats like Bill Nye, okay? Beekman's World. I put them all on the same level. But Snoopy's yeah. different. Snoopy's a brand. It's, it's so iconic. Like I, like I said, this is a head in the heart, and I gotta. I think I gotta. Okay. Go. I, if you had to get a tattoo of one of these, which one you get? I mean, realistically, I would get Wishbone because I feel like more people would be down for it. Like, people, like it would have a better. It'd be a better conversation starter. I disagree because I think if you got the Wishbone tattoo, people be like, oh, you must have had a Jack Russell Terrier. Can I? Fair enough. Fair enough. But here's the thing. I feel like. And I do, and I do feel like this is why I'm gonna move Snoopy on because I feel like the Peanuts online community is immense. I and think they're old it, and they have time. And yeah, and they got time to tear us down and point <laughs> out all of the because re- I remember I worked with a woman who had a sleeve tattoo of just Peanuts characters. That's, like Nick, that is the most unhinged thing I've ever heard in my entire correct. life. Correct. Like, like if you I if, can't I, if, tell if that is that might be the hardest woman who's ever lived. Did you so ever she was a, she was like a she was a chef. Knife skills oh, on bet. point. Okay, Knife skills on point. It was when I was in catering, and uh, and she was a chef, and she had a, a sleeve tattoo. And it was like, and she didn't have a lot. Like, I mean, besides having a full sleeve, that's her only tattoos. The one thing she wanted to make sure was on her body forever was all of the characters from the Peanuts cartoon. Oh my like, god. What? Like when people say Disney characters, you're like, I guess there's a lot of Disney characters. Okay. I can see that. But like this woman was like, I want Lucy. I want Peppermint Patty. I want Charlie. I want Dusty, whatever his name, the Dusty one. The (laughs) Linus. Big Pen is his name. Let's lock I'm locking in Snoopy. I don't know what you're Linus. Linus Piano Boy. Oh, Linus Piano Boy. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So I think uh, out of fear, Honestly, and respect for that woman. I, I'm with you. Here. We got fear and respect. That drives most of our decisions. That's. I think it's the only way we should most of the time. Not just. Oh, I didn't really like that song, so I guess it doesn't. I didn't like it. I don't care that it was a number one hit single for months at a time. I just don't like it. Yeah, I think maybe we should use a little fear and a little respect mm-hmm. in our decision making process. Mm-hmm. Still haven't yeah. gotten a music episode, have you guys? Have never, you? Never will. Years. So anyway. <laughs> All right, I'm with you, Snoopy, Group A champion. 
Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to watch your boys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend, wherever you're listening to us. Make sure you hit that like, that follow, that subscribe, and give us those five stars, please. Follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16-team tournament you'd like to see us do, like Catherine did, you can't be as beautiful, smart, or charming as she is, but you can get your own list just email us to us at friendly competition podcast at gmail.com as always shout out to charizard for that intro to our music you want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp, type in charizard and replace the vowels with sixes that's going to be it for us folks but group b coming up on wednesday but until then i've been nick carey and i'm cody lena see you on the boat